0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode with Justin Earhart of Premium Hunts. Before we get to that, I want to thank you guys for your support of this podcast. I want to encourage you, if you're listening and you're not a subscriber, it's free. Just click the subscribe button. Uh, That helps uh, my rankings on iTunes and it helps us keep track of the number of uh, listeners. I appreciate you doing that. It's free. It's free. Uh, tell your friends about it. I also want to thank the sponsors. I want to thank you guys for supporting those sponsors. I want to thank GoHunt.com Gear Shop, my friend Cody Nelson of 20-plus years. He's the optics manager there. He helps uh, J. Scott Outdoors listeners every single day. Uh, if you're in the market for binoculars, spotting scopes, rifle scopes, tripods, anything to do with glassing, give Cody a call, 702-847-8747, extension 2. Tell him I sent you. Uh, he'll take care of you. I want to thank Go Hunt for their sponsorship. I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. Kuyu is the gear that I wear on all of my hunts. Uh, you can go on my Instagram account at jscottoutdoors and check out. I do uh, reviews. I also do about three times a week a question and answer session with listeners uh, and Instagram followers and answer a bunch of questions about Kuyu. Uh, to find out more about Kuyu, you can go to kuiu.com. I want to thank them for their sponsorship. I also want to thank PhoneScope. Uh, go to PhoneScope.com. Use the J. Scott 19 promo code. You're going to get a 10% discount. That is the Digiscoping adapter I use on my iPhone X. Uh, and last but not least, I want to thank OnyxMaps.com. Use the J. Scott 19 promo code. Now, you're going to sign up, and then they're going to send you an email, and you use the J. Scott 19 promo code, and that's going to save you 20%. Uh, I love the public versus private land overlays uh, on Onyx Maps. Uh, It's replaced the handheld GPS for me. Uh, I love the tracking. It's got the the breadcrumb feature that tracks you in and out. Uh, And I love the fact that you can scroll from Topo to Aerial View just by pushing a button. So check out Onyx Maps. Use the J. Scott 19 promo code. Guys, let's get right to this episode with Justin Earhart of Premium Hunts. Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today we've got a elk rut recap report from Justin Earhart of Premium Hunts uh, based up there in Unit 1 and 27. Justin, how you doing?
1: Good. How are you, Jay? I'm
0: um, doing great. What are, what are the elk doing up there?
1: Uh, they're starting to move around quite a bit. You know, a lot of smaller bulls showing up with cows, but still waiting on the big ones to kind of establish their, their grounds and show up where they're going to spend most of their time.
0: Justin, what are your conditions up there? Um, coming off a wet winter and a, and a good spring, how's how has how the uh, you know uh, late August, September moisture been? What are conditions looking
1: like up there? You know, we did have a great winter and a good spring, and uh, our monsoon season has just been terrible. Uh, we've gotten some decent rainstorms here and there, but it's been pretty wide spread for, like, being real sporadic, you know, not not pounding a whole bunch of country, just a little storm here and a little storm there, and it's been that way throughout the entire region, but it's, the horn growth still looks pretty dang good. Okay,
0: um, so with sporadic rain, uh, well, let me back up, uh, You're you're focusing primarily on Unit 27 and Unit 1, is that correct?
1: Yes, correct.
0: And you're based out of uh, Eager or Springerville? Eager. Okay, Eager, Arizona. So, Justin, when you have those rains that are not widespread and they just kind of hit pockets here and there, um, I would assume for the listeners out there, a little bit of a tip for guys hunting 1 and 27 is search around and find those areas of green, and then you'll go miles and maybe it'll be, you know, not as
1: green and, and just focus on those green areas. Is that something that you think is important? Yeah, definitely. I mean, anybody that's ever been in the unit knows that both of the units are very diverse, but, um, you know, some of the lower country, it, it looks pretty burnt up right now, and, and the feed is short, but the high country, the feed is still really tall and, and looking good. So I think those elk will definitely transition to places with a little better feed for sure.
0: As far as antler growth goes, how good is it? um best you've ever seen does it compare to other years give, give us the lowdown
1: no it's it's pretty good jay it's it's not i wouldn't say it's the best i've ever seen but it's definitely good and it's a breath of fresh air after last year
0: how much of those we talked about on a podcast before with you um you know holdover bowls and droughty bowls last year made it through are you seeing a lot of those same bowls that all of a sudden are you know 20
1: 30 inches bigger this year yeah I, I mean there's not a, a whole bunch of them that got the big jump you know I mean the late hunt has taken a pretty big toll on a lot of the age class but for the most part yeah those those older bulls that that have made it they' they made a pretty significant jump. What
0: would you say, um, is there any difference between bulls in 27 or 1 as far as quality that you're seeing, um, whether it be middle-of-the-ground quality, you know, average-type quality, better in one unit, or are you seeing, you know, some giants in one or
1: the other? You know... all through summer 27 has been looking a lot better than unit one but with that being said a lot of those bulls will migrate out of 27 and and come to unit one to rut and we've we've followed numerous bulls in the past that that do that and uh you know they get a big influx of some of those bulls from 27 so i imagine it'll be pretty evenly spread throughout the two units
0: with the uh, we're the eighth of September right now, we're a Sunday, and the season just kicks off in Arizona uh, next Friday, which I believe is the thirteenth. Um, with with the moon being full and what with the conditions that you know it, what are you anticipating for guys hunting one and twenty seven on opening weekend?
1: Man, it's it, I I'm predicting it's going to be pretty slow, and and basically you might get a good thirty to 45 minute window in the early morning and and in the afternoon but I think it's going to be pretty dead for those first few days Um, generally going to be hot and not a lot of action going on but it'll pick up as the season goes on.
0: Um, Justin what are you seeing as far as bone density as far as you know antlers as far as you know the mass and just solidness where last year I would assume you you know a lot of the antlers kind of light on mass a little brittle what are you seeing some solid solid antlers um you know maybe not even size and point length but are you just seeing a little more mass this year
1: oh yeah definitely more mass uh, better length Uh, just overall a little bit better you know Um, last year a lot of bulls were kind of weak on their top ends this year we're seeing a lot of really really good top ends on bulls did you notice
0: the bulls rubbing any earlier or later or, or any differences from prior years, or did they rub basically the same day?
1: No, it's, it's basically all, you know, that I would say the majority of them are usually between August 5th and August 15th, and that seems to be what it is every year. It doesn't really matter on moisture, in my opinion. They They rub when they're ready.
0: Let's talk a little bit about New Mexico. I know you do some hunts over there as well. Um, I don't believe you do archery hunts, but talk a little bit about your operation over there and what you're seeing in New Mexico uh, maybe that's the same or different than Arizona. Uh,
1: New Mexico, we we do do some bow hunting over there, but this year we're just – we booked up in Arizona and we – filled all of our spots for our guys and and we didn't have room to do anything else over there but it's looking good we just spent a few days over there uh you know bumped in the wilderness a little bit and and hit a few different units over a period of days but it it's looking pretty good in a lot of areas but some of those other units still look pretty dry over there i mean the being the pig
0: that i am i really wanted to see uh, you know, winter moisture that we had, phenomenal winter moisture, and just a bang-up monsoon. But obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, are, are you looking at any of the forecast models? Um, I've heard some guys talk about potentially some some heavy monsoon-type action in September. What are you seeing in any of your forecasts?
1: You know, I, I haven't seen anything on, on that prediction. Uh, I kind of had a gut feeling that that might happen because it, it happened to us a few years back, and it seemed to rain about every day that year during the archery hunts. But it's, a, uh, and I mean, we, we could sure use it. We haven't gotten hardly any monsoon rain, and, you know, it would help us out going into this winter and everything else. But I, I don't know for fact what it's going to do or what it's not going to do. You talked
0: about earlier about those bulls, you know, potentially moving long distances. Um, Do you think on a spotty year where you've got green here and there and it's spotty, do you think they'll move even further?
1: Yeah, I mean, if it it dries dries up in an area and, and, you know, they can wander over a few miles over and be in a nice, lush, you know, pasture of green grass, their dinks are going to do it.
0: Uh, Justin, I, I, won't take up more of your time, but I want to get, uh, potentially a couple of tips that you have for guys out there archery hunting with the, uh, elk season kicking off, um, from a professional guide standpoint, doing this, you know, many years and doing it day after day. What kind of tips can you give some guys, uh, for this upcoming year?
1: You know, I, I would say number one would probably be, be very patient. And, and you know that's that's key in bow hunting for sure, patience. And then you know you're probably gonna want got, guys need to hold still. We get a lot of guys that come out and they just the movement gets them busted every time. You know they got to know when to draw. Um, they can't be snapping their head back and forth looking. That, that head type bobbing of movement. Yeah, head yep. bobbing. It'll it'll get them picked up in, in no time flat, and it'll ruin the whole deal and you know and guy another good one is guys got to take good shots every year we have bulls that you know get wounded and and you know we're not able to recover them and i i know it's part of the game and it happens a lot but you know if guys will wait for a little bit better shot a lot of times it could make or break the hunt you know don't you think a
0: lot of clients you know they've got money invested in in the hunt they you know the They've got time off work and, you know, they, to get any little window of opportunity and they think they need to strike then, which, you know, you definitely need to strike while the iron's hot, but, um, you know, you may be able to get on a bowl multiple times and taking a bad shot, one of the worst things you can do, because, uh, you know, typically a bad shot never gets rewarded. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I I've, in the past, I've seen guys take shots where, you know, it just makes you want to duck your head and... And cry basically because you know you you worked so hard to get possibly that one really good break and then it was you know ruined by a early early shot with a small window that you know if you would have waited just a little bit longer you know he made it taken a few more steps or made the right turn or but guys just got to be patient and know when to take those shots know when to draw you know hold the great skill
0: tips. yeah those are great great tips. What are you seeing right now being the 8th of September as far as bugling activity? I mean, have you have you seen any bugling at all, or is it still really slow?
1: It's really slow. We we have seen some bugling. Um, I've seen a few nice bulls kind of drift in, and then, then they're gone the next day. You know, you won't see them again. I think they're just kind of rolling around and looking for cows and figuring out where everybody's at. But for the most part right now, it's just been – either lone cows or small bulls with cows doing a tiny bit of bugling um in fact last night i saw a group of six bulls together so it's just not time yet
0: don't you think that could almost be a blessing in disguise for the guys with tags coming up next week and that You and I, we've seen it where the week before, like this weekend, they're just blowing and going, you know, and the feed's real good. It seems like they're just rutted up and they're just going crazy and they're already starting to fight and get after it. Potentially, uh, it could be good for the hunters in the fact that if it's slow and lethargic right now, it's been hot, you know, last few days get a few monsoons, kind of get them going into it, they might have a two-week prolonged period of being able to chase them when they're rutting pretty
1: good. Yeah, that, that definitely could happen. I mean, I, I would a lot rather them not be rutting right now than be rutting right now. I, I definitely would like to see them doing more of their red action during the hunt.
0: And then that also translates for these guys that have these early rifle and muzzle loader tags as well. I mean, in these years when it's super green and they're, you know, blowing their guts out the, the third, fourth, fifth of September, Sometimes by the time those early rifle hunts come, you know, it's, the rut is really, really winding down. What are you anticipating for activity as far as bugling and rutting activity for those early rifle hunts?
1: You know, you, with the dates, you always generally anticipate it to be pretty dang good, but I always seem to find it being real pockety. I mean, I don't find it being, like, widespread. I think you go through a lot of big areas where it's just dead but once you run into where they're kind of holed up and pocketed up it's usually a pile of bulls chasing a cow or two you know yeah for sure
0: well i really appreciate uh you coming on and sharing with us um you know and i appreciate the listeners uh i'm over here at the optics ranch in colorado and so i'm doing these rut reports uh mobily so i know the audio quality isn't as good but uh I know that getting that good information out there is key, and I appreciate Justin uh, and his whole crew and everything that they do. Justin, I want to give you a chance to let the listeners know uh, how they can learn more about you, follow along, etc. And I'll try and link that up in the show notes.
1: Yeah, anybody can can find us, you know, at PremiumHunts.com, or they can find us on the social media. We're um, on Facebook and Instagram. Can contact us that way. Um, all of our contact information is on our webpage. Um, it, any of those, they can get to us any way possible.
0: That sounds great. Well, um, I hope you have a great season. I'll be looking forward to seeing the pictures of, I, I know you guys, I, I know how you are. I know you got some monsters up your sleeve, so it'll be, uh, fun to see how this all, uh, shakes out, and I appreciate you spending time with us. Okay, Justin?
1: Hey, thanks a lot, Jay. Good luck up there.